0: The next morning, Billy, Charlie, and I loaded up our wagon with buffalo hides for the market. Billy rode off to find Prairie Dog, and Charlie and I decided to unload our hides under the care of Nixon and move my team east to Fort Dodge. I'd been looking for new hunting grounds, and the commander at Fort Dodge would provide me permission to hunt south of the Arkansas River. I remembered hearing from other buffalo hunters about the seller store located on the post. The place was owned and run by a man named Wright. Rumor had it he sold whiskey from a private bar along with supplies to buffalo hunters. My ambitions at the time were to purchase merchandise and find a little diversion before heading out on my next hunt. We camped out that evening on a river bend near the fort and waited for Billy's return. As luck would have it, Billy found us the next morning. Billy told us the prairie dog moved on out west to the Texas panhandle. Charlie and I left Billy in charge of our campsite, and on the morning of June 7th, 1872, we traveled to the fort to purchase supplies and whiskey at the Sutler's store. Charlie and I found the place in disarray. Come to find out, the post commander banned the sale of all whiskey on the premises. While I was in the store, I ran into a feller by the name of Herman Fringer. Charlie was feeling as dejected as I was about not having a sip of our favorite frontier beverage, "'As I leaned against the empty bar, my new acquaintance, Herman Fringer, gave me the lowdown on the situation. "'It seems as if the new colonel by the name of Richard Irving Dodge,' stated Herman, "'who assumed command of the fort, found one of his officers, a Lieutenant Turner, drinking. "'Not only had he been drinking, but was reprimanded in front of the enlisted men of his company.' From the stories being told around the post, Colonel Dodge explained to the tipsy lieutenant that he was in breach of military etiquette. I guess the reprimand displeased the lieutenant, and he took a swing at Colonel Dodge, knocking him to the floor. "'So was it the lieutenant who was the cause of banning whiskey on the post?' I asked. Herman looked at me with amusement. "'Well, Lieutenant Turner may have been the main cause,' explained Herman, but not the entire reason for stopping the sale of whiskey.' To add to the problems, the assistant post-surgeon recently filed a complaint with the new post-commander. Dr. Tremaine filed a formal complaint expressing his concern over the amount of whiskey being smuggled through the hospital. Tremaine, harshly informed Colonel Dodge, Tremaine must have the support of his commanding officer. From what I understand, the good doctor was in a quandary about the health of the soldiers. Tremaine could not be expected to nurse the soldiers back to health at the present rate of consumption to make things worse continued herman the complaint from dr tremaine named the proprietor of the settler store mr wright my boss as the primary whiskey smuggling culprit thinking this may be the end of herman's story i let out a sigh of relief and steadied myself against the mahogany bar but that's not all herman said to make the situation worse the next day a small detachment assigned to deliver mail at fort supply had become so intoxicated overnight they could not mount their horses the incident caused the officer of the day in charge of the detail to close Sutler's bar to all enlisted men it did not take the new post commander long until he ordered the stop to all sale of whiskey on the post well, my friend, said Herman, if you're looking for a drink, then you're in luck, as whiskey will never run dry in these parts. Rumor has it that if you head out about five miles west of here, a feller by the name of Hoover will be setting up a tent operation. My friend Herman Fringer glowed with delight at the news he imparted. His plans are to start selling whiskey this morning off a wooden plank. He purchased a lot for the formation of a new town company.